Good morning, everybody. This is the Simple Sports Podcast coming to you today after I've been gone for a while, uh, but I'm back and we have a lot to talk about. Uh, so coming up on today's show, it is now down to a two-man race for the MVP in my eyes between Patrick Mahomes and Drew Brees. Third place, uh, pick whoever you want, really. There's the six to eight guys, honestly, that you can make a legitimate case for uh, in terms of being a contender for third place. But I think first and second place are so far and ahead of the rest of the field that I don't think it's just going to matter. Uh, at the moment, I still have to give the nod to Mahomes, but boy, he is just a nose in front of Drew Brees. And what Drew Brees is doing is incredible. Uh, we'll talk about this a little bit more later on this morning. Bye weeks are incredibly important, and if they come at the right time for the right teams, it could propel them into a white-hot streak uh, into the playoffs. And every year we seem to see a team like that, right? And this year, I think Tennessee can be that team. Mariota all of a sudden looks pretty sharp. Offense look a lot. Offense looks a lot more fluid and cohesive uh, than it did last year and earlier this year. And the defense. Um, I thought they'd be pretty good. I, I thought they've had a top, at least top 10 defense for the last couple of years. Um, certainly in spots. Uh, maybe top five, one or two years. Uh, and, and again, going into this year, I thought the same thing. Thought maybe they could get into the top five, but they are smashing people. And if the offense can actually score 24 to 28 points a game, I think their defense is capable of assisting them uh, and or, you know, scoring them or, or positioning them to score another 10 to 15 points. And that will work. Unfortunately for Dallas, they actually might make the playoffs. And their division isn't that good. And what looks like to be the best team this year in the Redskins, I don't trust the quarterback. Dallas's defense is no joke either. Um, so I wouldn't be surprised if they backed in somehow. We'll get to that a little bit later on as well. But first, let me start with the simple stuff. All right, so since the Buffalo beatdown and the Ravens' embarrassment of the Titans, Mariota has been outstanding, I believe, outside of a few throws that he just flatly missed and a couple that he just, you know, he didn't see receivers running wide open, which, you know, that happens. No one's perfect. Um, But 75, 72, and 67% completion percentage over the last three games, 207, or excuse me, 237, 240, and 228 yards, five touchdowns, no one, or excuse me, one interception. And he seems to have found a rhythm with Corey Davis and has built trust elsewhere across the board as well. Not to mention the play calling looks a little, a little more exotic to me. Uh, but the key is guys are actually open. And, when they are, and they aren't just wide open. For the most part, uh, he's hitting them. Um, he's throwing guys open or he's putting it where they can make a play on the ball. And that's what you need. Uh, again, he missed a few wide open throws. Uh, like I said, even a couple of touchdowns that he just flat out missed. But since the glove has come off, he's looked pretty good this year. And if they want to be taken serious, they're going to need this upswing and this uptick in his performance and the defense's performance to continue. There are dumpster fires, and then there's this mess. There are the Jets and the Raiders and the Falcons and the Broncos and the Bengals and the Lions and the Bucks. I thought this year was a little more balanced heading into the year. Um, it felt like it, and it still is, but these teams are putting on such abysmal displays at times throughout the year. The Bucks last year, or excuse me, last week, um... <laughs> Felt like they set a record in yards and came away with 
very, very few points. Uh, Listen, there are other teams that have big problems, too. uh, And for the most part, they're understandable. Even some of these guys, their problems are understandable. Um, But I'll get into just how awful some of these places are a little bit later on. So the Saints aren't just the best team in the NFC in my eyes right now, but my favorite to win the Super Bowl. Uh, I thought they were going to make it last year and in all likelihood would not or excuse me, would have if it wasn't for the Minnesota Miracle. Uh, in fact, they would have. Um, they certainly would have went uh, obviously on to the next game. And I think they beat Philly and move on. Um, I don't know if they win the Super Bowl versus New England, but uh, I think they were the more. I think they would have been the right team. I think the, the Eagles kind of lucked into that Super Bowl last year. Uh, regardless, they are rolling people right now and not just anybody. Good teams. Okay, I'm not concerned with the Rams comeback. Uh, that they had in that fireworks show that we saw um, as much as other people. I think it was a combination of the Saints taking their foot off the gas uh, just a tiny bit in conjunction with the fact that they are, they're playing a good team. And so the, this idea that the Rams came back um, and tied the game, and so all of a sudden the Saints now may not still be the best. Man, come on. The Rams aren't some scrubs, okay? But I was mistaken about this team being the best. They remind me of the Vikings last year. Um, in that, uh, you know, they have a couple of superstars, um, but a whole bunch of really good players, but their defense is soft, particularly the run defense, and they don't have Drew Brees. All right, guys. So a lot of stuff to get to today. Some big stuff we want to talk about. Uh, let's start with the Titans. So prior to the season, I thought the Titans could win 10, maybe 11 games if things go well. Uh, based on the schedule, and that still is on the board. Uh, they really only played two bad games in my eyes all year. That was against the Bills and the Ravens. Uh, they played okay against the Chargers, and while it wasn't their best game, they had chances to win that game, and so I didn't I didn't think they played bad. And plus, it was Mariota's first game, I believe, without the glove. Um, I don't know. I I, I thought I thought they played okay. Uh, and I'm not counting opening day against the Dolphins. That that day was just a mess all across the board. That game didn't even count to me. Uh, it was like an eight-hour game. It was a f- and on top of it being the first game of the year, they brought the Titans off the bus to finish the game. It, it was just odd all the way across the board. And so I can't, I can't. Re- I mean, you have to count it obviously in the record, but in in terms of performance, I didn't count that one. And so two bad games to me. Um, I think the rest of the schedule is very workable. In fact, they are very much positioned to win out. Uh, two games against the Colts and then a game against the Jags, who they've already beaten, the Texans, who they've beaten, the Jets, who are a mess, and the Redskins, uh, none of which I don't think are not winnable. Um, the offense seems to, have a t- to, seems to have turned a corner, and I think if they can score, again, like I said earlier, if they can score 24 to 28 points, um, all of their drives are about seven to 10 plays, about three, three and a half minutes per drive, which I'd like to see kick up to about 10 to 12 plays, maybe five to seven minutes of drive. But nonetheless, uh, if they can somehow get to 24, 28 points. I think they have the best defense in football now. And the defense can assist in, in scoring, uh, whether that be by, you know, pick six, a scoop and score or field position, um, Winning the field position battle is critical as well, especially as you get later into the season. You will have yourself a Super Bowl contender if they can do these things. And so far, so good. If the defense can assist on another 10 to 13 points, you're looking at 33, 35, 34 points a week. 
um, or a game, I that's more than enough to beat most teams in the league. Um, again, considering the offense can keep pace with what they're doing and the defense as well, I think if they can score 30-plus points as a whole between the defense uh, setting the offense up for an easy score or two and then the offense doing the work themselves, um, they're good enough playing the way that they are that they can go very, very far, especially with the AFC sort of subsiding um pittsburgh isn't that great to me new england's come back to the field a little bit the chiefs are really good on offense not so great on defense um so there's a lot of room for them everything seems to be on the upswing for the titans Mariota's playing better henry and lewis while not eye-popping and uh certainly not eye-popping all year they're certainly getting better by the week and the defense is playing lights out as i said the play calling is a lot more cohesive a lot more fluid um, and you can see the results in two straight dominant performances. All right, so up next, I want to talk about Tom Brady, okay? Everyone's panicking because they lost to the Titans. Tom Brady isn't done, folks, okay? He is the exact same guy he's been for the last two years. Smart, he's precise, takes his calculated shots down the field, uh, but he is mostly in between the numbers, in between the hats, anywhere from three to seven yards, and they just methodically move the ball down the field. The problem is um, when he is pressured, and that's the thing that beats him. He's beat by pressure, specifically up the middle, where he can't step up and throw the ball. And, of course, he's he's looking to throw it quick. So as a defense, all you have to do is have a capable pass rush and coverage that can win early. And what I mean by that is Tom Brady, in 2 to 2.5 seconds, that ball has gone from snap to in the receiver's hands. And you have to win that two to three second battle early. And in fact, you have to win the the zero to one second battle. That first step or two is where you win. Because again, he's looking to get the ball out quick. And usually, uh, in terms of winning coverage early, usually that takes big physical, fast corners and safeties. And linebackers who can run and bring that noise. And that's what the Titans have. Although Dory Jackson isn't that big, he's really, really fast, really, really quick. He got really good twitch uh, movement. Uh, Butler, Ryan, Sims, those guys are all bigger physical corners. Not as fast, but certainly athletic enough, but not nearly as fast. But again, it's not necessarily about being the fastest. You need bigger uh, bigger corners if you're talking about winning co- coverage early in the down or early in the snap. Um it's why teams like Baltimore and in the Ray Lewis days gave him so much trouble. The Broncos with big corners like Tlaib and a monster pass rush. Jacksonville gives them trouble. Uh, they have big DBs and create major pressure up the middle as well. Uh, so it's no surprise to me that he looked the way he did because that's the way all teams made him look as well. It, it's not it, this. He's had a performance like that each of the last five or six years with the exception of maybe last year i don't recall one like that last year but he's had one like that pretty much every year the chiefs give him trouble like i said the jags the titans this year um teams with bigger dbs that can run and teams that can create a pass rush especially that can hold up the middle and get pressure up the middle where he can't step up into the pocket and make a result uh and when you when you can't win early in coverage and create movement on Brady, you're going to lose. Period. The Titans were able to do that, and and you saw the result. 
All right, so coming up later this week, later tonight, later next week, Sunday, all that stuff. We got a lot of games going on, a lot of NBA games, college football today, NFL tomorrow. Um, great stuff. couple of pivotal matchups this week in the NFL. Playoff position on the line for the Titans facing off against the Colts. Should be a great game, but the Titans are trying to keep pace with the Texans. And if the Texans, in fact, lose and the Titans win, uh, they will take over sole possession of first, having beat the Texans already. And so it's a crucial game uh, for the Titans uh, against the Colts. And I'm picking the Titans to win that one. Uh, the loser of the Cowboys-Falcons game is all but eliminated from playoff contention. No way the loser can recover from that, right? And, <clears throat> excuse me, it's strength versus strength. So it should be a pretty solid game. You have the Falcons passing offense, um, and you have the, the Cowboys defense. And so it should be a pretty pretty good game. Uh, Falcons, I'm, I, I think the Falcons are going to win this. I picked them because their defense is trash, but their offense is not. And it is, in fact, the opposite for the Cowboys. But the problem is this is the offensive league, and you need to score points. I don't think the Cowboys can hold the Falcons to but so much um, because their, their, their defense isn't, you know, the best in the league. It's really, really good, but there are certainly holes. And the offense for the Cowboys is atrocious. And so I think that in the end, the Falcons will win this. Uh, another thing that could happen or that would be nice is for a Jags upset over the Steelers. Uh, that will also help, of course. But one of the biggest matchups this week is the Texans versus Redskins for the Titans. We need the Texans to lose after after all because we, again, we hold the tiebreaker over them. And if we can get a win over the Colts, that'll put us in first place. Uh, it'll put us three on a three-game winning streak heading into what I actually think is a pretty soft schedule uh, down the stretch, uh, they get the, again, they get the Colts, they get the Texans, uh, they get the Jags again. I actually they get the Colts twice. They also get the Bucks, I believe. Um, I'm looking up the schedule now, so let's see. Uh, yeah, so they get the Colts, Texans, tight or Jets, Jags, Giants, Redskins, and the Colts again. They have a good shot of winning out, and I think that they will. All right, guys, so that'll do it for this episode. Shorter episode, but I just wanted to touch base with you guys and get back in touch, get back into the full things. I've been gone, working heavily for the last couple of weeks, um, and I just haven't been able to get to this. But I am back, and we will continue rolling on. Until next time, I will see you all. Take it easy. Peace.